everyone and welcome back to the 10th episode of We Talk. I'm your co-host Ayushi Chaudhary, the External Affairs Associate for Women in Technology and Business at UT Dallas. And joining us today is Amanda Nevels, the owner of Championship Martial Arts. And today we'll be diving into more details about her company and what life is like for her as an entrepreneur. Welcome Amanda and I'm so excited to get this conversation started. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited as well. Of course. So, why don't we get started with you telling us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Well, again, my name is Amanda Nevels. I grew up here kind of in the DFW area in Coppell. I went to Coppell High School, met my husband there, so we've known each other for a very long time. I actually left Coppell my junior year to attend the Texas Academy of Mathematics and Science at UNT. So it was kind of a great opportunity for me to pursue some other things that were just of interest of me, particularly in the math and science field. And it was a great experience. Got to kind of get out of my bubble a little bit earlier than most kids do. When I graduated from there, I went to SMU and kind of realized that math and science was not <laughs> where my life was really heading. So I ended up actually graduating from SMU with a corporate communications degree. Really had some great experiences there with different internships and opportunities and building relationships in the communications field. I actually worked corporately for Brinker International for almost eight years in their communications department before our lives kind of took a little bit of a pivot. And my husband and I decided to go into business for ourselves and decided to open our very first martial arts school in 2010. So, you know, it's kind of been a little bit of a wavy journey through life, but could not be more excited about where I am today. That sounds like such an interesting journey, honestly. And <laughs> I know people have so many ideas within them to like start their own business. So what drew you to martial arts specifically? You know, so it's kind of a funny story. Truthfully, my husband was really the inspiration. So again, we've known each other since 2001. So kind of, yeah, I know it's, it's a long time. It, it's kind of crazy. But that was always his passion. It was kind of a hobby that he had done and really was just his thing. I knew that it gave him a lot of confidence and was a great opportunity for him to give back to different students and particularly kids and that he really had a joy for it. He was in the corporate world as well, kind of when we got married in 2008 and just was not really happy where his life was and particularly in his job and really wanted to explore other things and had a passion and a true love for martial arts training and kind of said, Hey, I know you've got a communications background. I know you kind of have a little bit of experience in business, not entrepreneurship, but a little bit in the corporate world and said that he wanted to start his own business and open his own martial arts school and wanted to know what I thought about it. And truthfully, it really was inspired by him, but I knew that I could provide a lot of the structure behind operating a small business. And I knew that we could do it really well. He's a very charismatic person that really cares very deeply and bringing that to, again, a functional, well-structured service-based business, we could really have a lot of success and be able to give back to our community. So we actually opened our very first location in the town that we grew up in, in Capel. So again, it was very special for both of us to be able to come back to the place where we went to school, start our business and launch us into the success and the growth that we've had over the past 10 years. That is honestly so wholesome. And like, <laughs> I, I love your story so much. And you guys met in 2001. I think I was one year old then. Thank you. So Thank you for that. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> it's just like so great to see. And it feels like you were a match made in heaven. So you guys just knew what you wanted to do. So it's just so wholesome. So when you were first starting your business, what are some challenges that you faced or some hiccups or obstacles that you had to overcome? That's a great question. 
What's interesting about, again, entrepreneurship is that my background is really not in entrepreneurship. So the challenge that we face from day one are different from what they are now. I think we were very naive at the very beginning and really just went in with a mindset of hustling. And, you know, we wanted to give back. We cared about every single person that came in through the doors. And I think that that really showed. So the biggest challenge was getting our message out there and doing it in a way that was going to be constructive and productive. We actually both were still working full-time jobs at the time when we opened the business. So I'd go to work at 7 a.m., get off at four and come straight to the school. And we'd be up there till eight or nine o'clock at night doing that component. So it was a challenge just to kind of get people to trust you initially because being a new face in a community, it has kind of evolved more now that we've got the reputation and you know we've been in the community for almost 11 years. There's new challenges with getting parents to see long-term visioning for their children. We really truly believe that martial arts is a great vehicle for young people to be able to learn a lot of life skills, learning how to focus, self-discipline, be able to work hard, set goals, overcome failures in their life to be able to be even more successful. And sometimes that can be a challenge to get parents to understand we're definitely in the age of a quick fix. You know, everybody wants the magic pill for things just to get it done. And unfortunately, that's not reality. And so there's a little bit of a struggle sometimes with that, getting people to get on board. But again, just with diligence and tenacity and sticking true to who you are really kind of helps overcome those particular obstacles. Right. And I particularly really love the part where you said you wanted to focus more on what the other person can take from this instead of just focusing on like, this is my business. I just want to earn money. That usually doesn't end well. So when we have this mindset of what I can give to the other person, I've personally always felt that this way you build trust relatively very quickly. And the moment you have trust, everything is going to go well. You're 100% right. I mean, we actually are going through a visioning process with our company right now really making sure that when you bring in new people that everybody's kind of on that same page. And I think you've got to have a very clear vision. And one of those things is exactly what you said is service-based and giving back. If you go in with that mindset, everything else will fall into place. But if you go in selfish and well, what are you going to give me? Tends to not work out as well. <laughs> right, right. I think this holds true in like every aspect of mm -hmm. life, be it business, be it like a new friendship, your relationship, anywhere you go, whenever you have that mindset of giving, I think that'll always work well for you. A hundred percent. So moving forward, so what does your day look like on like a daily basis at Championship Martial Arts? Truly, I don't even have like an average day. My average day is all over the place in a good way, though. And honestly, that's part of the reason why I love what I do. Every day is totally different. I think sometimes people just assume with a lot of different businesses that sometimes people just show up. I just teach kids how to kick and then I go home and it's done. Well, there's a lot of behind the scenes in order for a business to function successfully. You know, it's setting appointments, making sure that we're following through on any inventory, making sure that current students or parents have questions that would get answered. So I kind of become, especially as a small business, kind of all the departments of a corporation. So I'm HR, financing, PR, I'm marketing. So balancing all of those kind of throughout my week to make sure that I can, like I said, set my team up for success when it comes time for the face-to-face -face interaction with our consumer so that there's no running around or anything like that because I want everything to run professionally. Even though we're a mom and pop shop, a small business, we want to be professional. We want to make sure that we're providing top level service. And a lot of that logistical stuff kind of happens in the off hours of our business operation to make sure that we set them all up for success. 
I will say that having this business, I do have flexibility. We have two kids. I have a 10 and a seven-year-old. It is nice to be able to have the flexibility if they're at school and need a volunteer or again, that kind of that giving back thing. I've got that ability to go do that, which I think is very important for me as well as a person to make sure that I can always be able to give as well. So when COVID started, how did you guys manage that? Did your business continue? Did you like switch to Zoom classes? What was your thing going on like during the past year? Yeah, so it's been a very wild past 14 months. A little bit of background. We actually were at a tournament in March in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So we had traveled mm-hmm. with some of our students and drove over there. And that was kind of when everything was starting to happen. And you were starting to see a little bit of changes in what was going on. And so it was during spring break. So our kids were mm-hmm. off of school and basically the state started shutting down in Louisiana. So everything was supposed to be canceled. you know and we're like okay this is probably a big deal so on our drive back we got notification from the school district that school was basically going to go virtual and so we kind of decided that's where we need to pivot right now i think there was a lot of unknowns about what was happening and people were overall scared of the unknown of what was going to happen so we got back that sunday we called in our leadership team to come in that monday and we spent probably close to 12 hours calling every single one of our clients on the phone explain the situation here's what's happening we're going to go to zoom and here's how to do it do you have questions is there something that you need just to make sure that again we were providing that service for them and so we kind of went to zoom out of necessity again because of the fear on that monday basically after spring break and have not stopped since so it has evolved we do have families that are back in person and we've been doing that now for about 6 to 8 months but we do still have some families that train on zoom because we do want to be able to kind of give them that flexibility and that option because as a business owner we had to make a choice do you just stop operating you know do you pivot and try to adapt and we have a pretty big team of people not just hourly employees but salaried employees who this is their livelihood and we wanted to be able to continue to take care of them while still being able to service kids that i think were a little scared of what was going on and having that sense of normalcy and kind of consistency especially early on i think was very very important for them It's so good to hear that despite all the uncertainty you guys chose to persevere and you're doing amazing. Kudos to you. I know it was a very challenging time for all of us and being a small business owner especially I think it can get a little daunting at first. You're like suddenly all of a sudden you have to like change the entire trajectory of what you're doing. Yep. So really kudos to you for Thank you. persevering through that. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> of course. And you mentioned that you were planning on expanding. So where do you see this business going within the next 5 years? That's another great question. So we have our flagship location in Capel. It will be celebrating 11 years operating that location in May actually. So it's crazy how time flies. We actually opened a second location in Las Colinas, kind of the North Irving area in mm-hmm. August of 2019. So we started off strong. It's a great community. We had an amazing response and then 6 months in, COVID hit and kind of forced us to really change goals and trajectory and kind of what we were doing for that school. And they have absolutely blossomed. Like it's been tremendous. And then we actually had the opportunity in November of 2020 to actually purchase a third location. That one wasn't really planned, but what I will say is that when opportunity comes, you do have to look at everything big picture and sometimes it can be scary and maybe seem very risky, but our long-term visioning plan is to be able to not just have one location with a bunch of instructors or team members but be able to expand and give people career paths that they can go down and then eventually have corporate level positions that as their lives change they can kind of adjust and run more of like an overseeing operations manager component to again really give them some flexibility so 
Currently, we're operating three units right now. I would say within the next five to 10 years, hopefully looking at opening probably another three to four locations, really just to kind of give our team that path forward for them to continue and to stay a part of our family and a part of our team, but they can still be super successful in doing that. I see a very bright future ahead for all of you. (laughs) Thank you. You got your third location very recently, so congrats for that. Thank you. Yeah, that was kind of a crazy one. We actually purchased that location. So that was another whole business experience from us is Mm -hmm. starting from scratch is kind of one thing, starting a business from nothing and then acquiring an already established business really pushed us to learn some new things and how to adapt and how to really make sure that we're bringing in our core values and everything that we wanted to do in an already established community, which, you know, took a little bit of tiptoeing, but overall I think has been very successful. So I usually ask people one piece of advice they wish someone gave them when they first started college. So I'm going to break this into two halves. Okay. Some advice when you first started college and some advice when you first started your business. So starting college, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the TAMS program at UNT, but in essence, it overlaps your last two years of high school and your first two years of college. So when I left my junior year, I actually moved to North Texas and you have a dorm, you go to college classes. So you're basically full in. So I was young. And sometimes I think when we're young, we think we know everything and that the way that we do it is the only way. I wish that somebody had kind of talked to me a little bit about managing my time a little bit better. I have a good friend who always says that I do better under pressure. So that's why she procrastinates everything. Well, that may be the case, but I think long-term when you're talking about whether it's managing different businesses or, you know, different teams or whatever you're doing, being able to manage effectively is a total game changer when it comes to looking at people. And if you can't do that, I think that stress and the anxiety and productivity, frankly, just is not there. And so I had to kind of learn that the hard way a little bit and being able to balance everything that I wanted to balance without overstressing myself, because I think there is a quality of life that people need to make sure that they have. And that comes with balance and making sure that you yourself are in a healthy place so that you can be as productive as possible. So I would definitely say the time management component, which I still work on today, but for starting the business, like I said, I think I was kind of naive in going in. I don't know that I fully understood the amount of work that was involved and the amount of hustle in being an entrepreneur and working for yourself. But Again, I think just understanding what it takes to be successful and the different things that you need and the things that you really don't need to be successful. Because I think like we talked about at the beginning, if you have the right mindset and you work hard and you are going into something authentically and really have a passion for it, I think you can be successful. And sometimes I think we get caught up on labels and certifications and degrees. And don't get me wrong, I think that's great. But when it comes down to it, building relationships and finding peers and people that I want to be like, who I want to strive to emulate and even be better than. I feel like if I would have done that a little bit earlier on, I think our initial success would have been maybe a little bit faster, but also maybe a little less stressful on it as well. Um, So really surrounding yourself by a positive yet what I'm going to call a group that will push you to really continue to drive and strive to be the very best, I think is invaluable. This has been a very, very insightful conversation. Thank you so much. It really felt like I was speaking like my mother or my elder sister and who was giving me so much wisdom. <laughs> and I know everybody who's going to listen to this episode will take away something from it. So thank you so much for your no, time. No, you're so welcome. It was lovely talking. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate your time and, you know, I'm excited and had a wonderful first podcast experience.
You are very professional. And again, thank you so much for your time. Welcome back to the second segment, Campus Talk. And today we're talking to our very own co-host, Anusha, who actually works at Championship Martial Arts and is also pursuing a minor in entrepreneurship. I'm excited to get this conversation started. So why don't we get started with you telling us a little bit about how you got this job, what your day is like at the job, and how your experience has been so far. Of course. So I actually started working at Championship Martial Arts back when I was 14. I started training at Championship Martial Arts when I was about 11 years old. And so I've known Mrs. Nevels for about nine years now. I started training. And so I think about three years into my training, I got my black belt and I earned my instructor collar. And I was 14. So I hit all of those age requirements on all the other requirements to be able to be working for them. And so I applied and I did my interview and I started teaching on the floor. So as a junior instructor, it's a lot just helping the students getting to know them and you know, I would literally finish my day at school and get picked up because I couldn't drive yet. I was 14 and I'd get dropped off at work. And I think I worked from about 4 to 8.30, two or three times a week. And I would just get to teach classes and work with students, talk to parents occasionally. And a lot of this was when I was a junior instructor. And after a few years of continuous training and continuous experiences with leading classes and with just being a student, we have multiple ranks of instructor and so you kind of just with time and if you test for them, you just keep going up. And I recently got my level four. So I kind of am at that point where I can run days by myself and kind of be in charge of the day and of the classes, which is really cool. But my day to day now is very different from what it was before. Back when I was a high schooler and I was teaching it was a lot of helping lead classes and kind of being an assistant instructor to whoever was leading the class and leading the day. And I actually took a break when I left for college. So when I was at UTD on campus before COVID, I actually did take a break from working for about a year. And so after the pandemic hit and kind of I was back home, I decided to go back to work and teach again. So I kind of got the opportunity to pick up right where I had left off and you know, there was some changes and some growth that everyone had done independently. So it was about finding my place again and kind of figuring out the changes and how I fit in, which was really cool. I think it was a really great learning experience and like a great growth opportunity for me. But my day to day now, it's about lesson planning. So usually we get there an hour early and set up the equipment, set up the lesson plan for the day. So the way we want to lead the classes and work with my coworkers and the rest of the team to kind of set a plan that we really like. You know, sometimes we'll rep through the drills by ourselves a few times to make sure that it's something that really works. And then just make sure that all the spaces are cleaned and ready to go. With COVID, we follow all of the guidelines and make sure that, you know, everything's getting cleaned and everyone's wearing masks and everyone's safe. So it's just a lot of teaching drills and teaching classes. And as a level four, I get to do a lot more oversight things as well. So kind of managing floor space and making sure that everyone is comfortable. And there's a connect between our program directors and the instructors on the floor and our students know what's going on and our parents know what's going on. So it's really cool that I get to work on a lot of different professionalism aspects that I don't think people usually get at an early age. And, you know, sometimes people just don't get them until they hit like their 20s. And I'm very fortunate to be able to have gotten all of these communication and confidence skills at 15. 
That sounds like such an interesting journey and it's so cool that you've known them since so long and then you got the chance to work for them and you've been with them for such a long time and I know they have this mindset of giving back to the people and I think you embody that perfectly so it's such a perfect match and it's really great to hear your experience and how you've slowly grown through the ranks and learned so many essential skills that you wouldn't have if you weren't in that job so really love that journey and moving forward so you're currently pursuing a minor in entrepreneurship so what drove you to choose entrepreneurship as your minor so i am a sophomore at ut dallas right now and i'm a data science major but i decided to pick up a minor in innovation and entrepreneurship after my personal experiences with having relationships with small businesses and kind of understanding how small businesses work and operate I thought that picking up a minor in innovation and entrepreneurship was just a really great way to keep catering to those business skills and catering to those communication in that corporate world because the coolest thing about entrepreneurship really is that it's very all-encompassing especially with the way that the minor is set up or really just the degree plan in general it gives you a great understanding of almost everything so the professionalism the financials the communication the corporate world it gives you like i took a marketing class and i get to take finance classes and it's just really cool to be able to have an overall understanding of business versus just understanding a little aspect of business with this minor the degree wise it's setting you up for if tomorrow you wanted to go out and build your own business and kind of run your own small business exactly how you would do that but even on the other hand it just really gives you a great opportunity to understand everything business and get that strong business foundation like i mentioned you know after the year that i wasn't working and i came back to work now being one of their senior staffers and kind of you know i'm 20 years old and so being one of their older instructors and employees i get to also kind of understand more of what goes into the business aspects and not just teaching on the floor and it was really cool because last semester i was taking an entrepreneurship class and a lot of the things that we would talk about in class would line up with what i was talking about at work and it was a lot of core values and building foundations and building an environment that was safe and comfortable professionally but also on that personal level it's just really cool that i'm able to take what i'm learning at school and directly being able to apply it to where i work so now being able to really really understand everything that i'm learning at school i think is super cool and it really makes learning a lot more fun love that i think especially when you're able to apply what you're learning right away i think it really generates more curiosity and interest within you as well last question for you do you see yourself opening a small business sometime in the future i like to think of myself as a very open minded and a very growth oriented person and so i really couldn't tell you exactly what it is cuz i'm still trying to figure out what i want to do for the rest of my life and figure out what drives my passions specifically and kind of how i want to make that my career and the rest of my life but i'm open to whatever opportunities come my way and i'm very fortunate to have had all of the amazing variety of experiences that i've had with working at a small business and being able to connect everything that i'm learning at school with my personal life and my professional life and a lot of skills that we don't necessarily get until we've been in a, a job I was able to learn a lot of those skills at 15 and 16 and i think it's really about that growth and being open to opportunities so I don't know yet but I would not be opposed to running my own business. Personally, I can see you running that business and doing extremely well, so I'm excited for what the future holds for you. 
and thank you so much this has been a very insightful conversation and i'm pretty sure that whoever listens to this can take away something from the student aspect of entrepreneurship so thank you once again of course thank you so much you know it was really cool to be on this end very different but it was really exciting